I'm Ryan Walters, that other podcast host that you hate the most, and you're listening to the Hidden Oaks Overdose Football Fix. It is Saturday, December 16th, 2023, 8.04 a.m. sharp, just a couple minutes behind because Walters is currently lost. Maybe he has fallen into Narnia. But hello, everybody, and a welcome to the Hidden Oaks Overdose Football Fix podcast. I am one of the hosts, the Garlic Johnson. We are joined, as always, by our other lovely hostess, the Joshua Mitchell. Josh, say hi to the folks out there. Hi, folks. I'm going to try and sound as pitter-pattery as both of you and Walters. As Suds, Mick Suds are in. Um, we appreciate people that chat along with us in the Discord. Micah was in there. Walters is in there. Al's in there. We appreciate everyone for chatting. Um, second start times down in the description below. And we thank at Levi Oki Illustration for all the beautiful art you can see on Spotify and YouTube and iTunes and Google Podcasts and all the places. Josh, ha, ye, dern. I dern. I dern. 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 How you dern? You know, Josh, I don't know. You, you tell me, how, how raw should we be this morning? Oh, no. As raw as you'd like, I guess. I don't care. Well, that's not, I mean, it's, it's not just me. It's what the listener may or may not want to hear, but... We have, things have, in the bread update, things have taken a negative turn, unfortunately. So, it doesn't bring me any joy to say that, but, um, yeah, I don't know. Something was, and it's, and it's totally what's wrong with me and not something that would be wrong with her. I can't, I can't say for sure, but it's not, it wasn't complete, like, anhedonia or depression or something. I, I can't say for sure what it was, but something was hampering my joy and my excitement my... Whatever else, something was holding back the happiness I should have been feeling because Bread is genuinely a great person. But um, I don't know. I yeah, uh, I, I don't know that I genuinely can say much more than that right now because it's still very fresh. But um, something's wrong with me, and luckily I'm already in therapy and I can try and figure that out. But unfortunately, I don't know that I will be hearing from Bread again, which makes sense. But something's wrong with me, and that's unfortunate. But bread is a lovely person and it makes me sad at the same time so that's my update josh isn't that depressing um why'd you bring that up <laughs> i know what about you josh what did, what have you done um between uh tuesday and today anything cool well, anything exciting anything more positive to bring the mood up let's see here um maybe well it depends on your uh definition of I'm good. I'm one second here. I'm just going to try and figure it out. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, I've been playing a lot of chess lately. Have you actually? Yeah, because like there's a chess.com app on on the phone and (laughs) it just kind of helps. It helps me utilize my my um, pea brain. Um, It kind of helps it grow. So it's lima lima bean now. Um, (laughs) Proud of you. And so it's it's been great. Uh, in the last seven days, I have played eighty six games of chess on my phone. Jesus. Um, yep. And and if we were to go back thirty days, um, five hundred ninety one games. Um, I'm doing okay. I've got a, a more than fifty percent win, so that's all right. Um, and so it uh, it yeah, that's kind of my update. 
So not necessarily the most exciting thing in the world, but it is an update nonetheless. It's certainly not depressing, I can tell you that. Unless someone really hates chess, I guess, in which case they really didn't want to hear that. Is it not depressing? I mean, are you, it sounds like you genuinely enjoy playing chess, it sounds like. Well, or you, do you do it out of hate? I, I do it as punishment. <laughs> what do you, why are you pun- Let's unpack that, Josh. Why are you punishing yourself? Have you seen me? You know what? You got me. Um, okay. I was trying to think of some fun things I did between Saturday or between Tuesday and now. And, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, are you ready to move on, Josh, to some starts and some sits? Yeah, this is where this is where this is where it gets groovy. Um, so last week you went one out of five. Walters and I went two out of five. I don't know which is more disgusting. Tying with Walters or only having one right. Um difference, you had a positive nine point seven, so that's a positive. Uh I had a positive thirty two point five, and Walters had a positive twenty four point one five. Overall on the year, you are 24 and 65 with a negative 39.05. I am 23 and 65 with a positive 24.8. And Walters Boy, is 14 out of 40. There. Jesus. Yeah, Walters is 14 out of 40 with a positive 36.95. So, yeah, I've had a couple weeks where I've got the like the top score, like the top difference maker. So, makes it a little easier. Uh, but going into this week, oh, no, I forgot to pull up. Oh, no. I forgot the order. Who cares? Just pick an order right now. Okay, so I'll go first. You can talk about quarterbacks. That is the accurate order. Okay. So wait, to be clear, you want me to talk about the quarterbacks? Or you want you to talk about the quarterbacks? No, you. All right, Josh, moving into the starts and sits with the quarterback position first. Uh, you got to be real careful here, folks, because the fantasy playoffs have started. Josh, would you feel most comfortable starting Mr. Kyler Murray of the Arizona Cardinals playing versus the division rival San Francisco 49ers? Perhaps you'd feel more comfortable starting Trevor Lawrence of the Jacksonville Jaguars playing versus Baltimore. Or perhaps you'd be uh, happy playing rookie, or not rookie sensation, but... Um, Bench starter sensation Jake Browning, quarterback for the Cincinnati Bengals, playing versus the Minnesota shutout defense. Yeah, so I picked all these because they're three tough defenses and three mid QBs right now, or at this point. Lawrence has had some flashes of greatness. Um, And Kyler started off strong after his injury, but has kind of um, fizzled. And then Browning had a high last week, but going up against a stout Minnesota defense. I am going to go ahead and go with Browning because what can Browning do for you? Oh, dude, no shot. Browning has put up two back-to-back uh, 20, 23-plus point performances, but he's playing what some might be calling the best defense in the league, Josh. We just shut down the Raiders. We held the Raiders to zero points, and then they dropped 70 on the Chargers. I mean, come on. And you well, I don't Browning? know if you know this, Garb. But if you were to watch the tape back of that Raiders-Vikings game, um, the Raiders were actually playing with blindfolds on. <laughs> and so it actually explains a lot because they were still able to stop Minnesota's, you know, top-tier offense. Um, and, you know, they did move the ball a little bit. You know, Miss Hill goal here, Miss Hill goal there. But, um, yeah, so I guess, you know, it's it, it makes sense that they were playing blindfolded against Minnesota. Okay. They well. felt two bye weeks was just too unfair. 
Uh, well, I understand that. So, but all that is to say, I'm reluctant to play Jake Browning, not because the Vikings are necessarily good, or at least the Vikings as a whole, but the defense has been pretty solid. So that would give me pause in playing Jake Browning this week. Trevor Lawrence playing Baltimore. Um, he he's been pretty solid lately. Three of the last four weeks, he's had 24 plus points. Last week, he did struggle a bit against Cleveland, uh, just 17 points, but that was an away game. Um, he'll be back home in Jacksonville for this week. And then there's Kyler Murray, who was coming off the bye. His, he has his worst performances coming off his injury was the week before the bye at Pittsburgh. It was pretty embarrassing. And they're coming home to play San Fran. Uh, between these three, I, I can't feel comfortable starting Murray. I can't feel comfortable starting Browning. I think I have to go Trevor Lawrence. Um, if I were in the playoffs and I would have to make this decision, I would have to go with Trevor Lawrence. So that's what I would do. Walters, um, are you there? I am here. All right, Walters, who do you like, Murray, Lawrence, or Browning? I'm going to go with Browning just because of the pieces that he has around him. Uh, I think his wide receiver core is um, just a lot more talented than the other teams, so we'll go with Browning. All right, you guys are going to be real silly. <clears throat> What's next, Josh? Next, we've got the ones who run the ball, running backs. We've got Tony Pollard at Buffalo, Dondre Swift at Seattle, or James Brown Cook versus Dallas. James Brown Cook. Well, Josh, obviously Tony Pollard is uh, running back 10 on the year. He's doing pretty good. I know he hasn't been what I think what some people have hoped of him, but he has been in the double digits uh, the last four weeks running somewhere between 13 and 20. So not 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 the peak of the peaks, not the greatest running back in the world, but certainly a solid, you know, if you can get double digit points in half point PPR out of your running back every week, that's a, that's a must start. Uh, playing at Buffalo should be a high scoring affair. So I really like Pollard here, but let's check out the other options as well deandre swift has been pretty pedestrian the last three weeks um less than 10 points in each contest they're playing at seattle so you would think it could be a bit better but uh you know what pete carroll might just chomp this guy down to size so i'm pretty low on deandre swift and then looking at james cook he has had an interesting season he has also um had a solid last four weeks but his snap percentage is only in the 40s whereas tony pollard is up in the 70s um he has the highest peak of these three in the last four, three four weeks he's put up 22 points just last week at kc they're playing dallas should be another high scoring affair for james cook as well but i'm going to go with the tried and true i will stick with tony pollard Pollard and the Pollard Express. Um, that's how I feel, Josh. How do you feel? I, I agree with all of your sentiments there, and I do think that um, Swift, this might be his, this this should be his bounce back game. Uh, the Eagles have looked atrocious. Um, they need to get the run game going. Goddard's back, which helps with the run game, so I'm going to go with Swift just to be spicy. Oh, okay. All right, Walters, Pollard, Swifter, Cook. Oh, give me Cook all day. Wow. All right. We all disagree. Good content. 
All right, Josh, we will move on to, to the wide receiver category. And um, if you're starting one of these guys in the playoffs, you probably don't feel too great about yourself. But sometimes that's a position you're in. I know I have uh, multiple of my fantasy squads are quite banged up right now. So sometimes you're desperate. Anyways, Josh, we are talking first about Justin Watson, wide receiver for the Kansas City Chiefs. They will be playing against the New England Patriots this week. We then move on to Mr. Parker Washington, rookie wide receiver for the Jackson. Jaguars who will be playing Baltimore like we just talked about a second ago and then there is uh, Brandon Powell wide receiver for the Minnesota Vikings who today will be playing against the Cincinnati Bengals Saturday football Josh who do you pick here and why I'm gonna go with Justin Watson because why not oh that is solid reasoning um, Justin Watson, looking at the tail of the tape here, um, but in the last two weeks combined, he has one target for one catch with 18 yards. Um, he has had some good performances. His best performance was week 11 at, uh, playing against Philly. He had 11 targets for five catches. Um, uh, but otherwise he has not had more than three catches any game this year. Mostly he's had twos, ones, and zeros. So I am staying away from Justin Watson, but Josh, um, is doing way better than I do. So what do I know? Moving to Parker Washington he has been a rookie who's been uh sitting for most of the year so far um however he has come on as of late his last two weeks he's had about a 60 percent snap share um two weeks ago he had six targets last week he had three targets um for two receptions and 27 yards and a touchdown though the last two weeks he has found the end zone so that's been a nice bump to him moving to Brandon Powell he has been not much of anything at all this year he did peak a little bit um once JJ started to go down, but uh, he has not been very impressive at all all year. Given these three constraints, Josh, and the uh, that we assume JJ will play again this week, um, I will go with Parker Washington of the Jacksonville Jaguars and just hope he gets in the end zone yet again. Walters, who are you feeling here? Can you name the three again for me, please? I'm sorry. It would be uh, the Chiefs. Justin Watson, the Jaguars, Parker Washington, or the Vikings, Brandon Powell? Uh, Parker Washington, please. Oh, that's how I know I picked the wrong one. Moving on to the tightest of ends, we've got Cole Komet of Chicago at Cleveland, David Njugoku versus Chicago, and Dalton Kincaid versus Dallas. I don't know what that was, but it felt vaguely racist somehow. Oh, Josh, Cole Komet is tight end six on the year. I believe we were just talking about him last week, and he maintains that title. Uh, I really wish Walters would have traded him to me in the Deflate These Balls League, but Walters is a selfish, mean doo-doo head who didn't want to make my team better, so I hate that guy. Um, but he he is unquestionably the starting tight end. He is on the field anywhere between 80 and 90% of the snaps every game. Um, the last two weeks he's played, there was a bye in the middle, but he's had seven targets and six targets for seven catches and five catches catches uh somewhere between 40 and 60 yards um hasn't had a touchdown in a while but this guy is consistently getting targeted this guy is consistently getting catches he certainly has a safe floor in my opinion and joku is a bit more boom and bust uh two weeks ago against the rams he had six catches or six targets for just two catches and 17 yards but last week he had 
eight targets for six receptions, 91 yards, and two touchdowns. I believe he won Garrett a side bet because Garrett, for some reason, was playing David Njoku in his flex. And then Garrett made the playoffs um, in the Hidden Oaks League. So Njoku definitely had the potential to break people off. Um, so he had a really good performance last week, but that was certainly his cap on the season. Before that game, he had not surpassed 16 fantasy points all year, so I don't know how much you want to trust it, but maybe Joe Flacco has been what uh, what David Njoku has needed this whole time. Moving on to Dalton Kincaid, he um, he was doing hotter earlier in the season. One, right as Knox went down, he kind of had his breakout, then he has gone, he has receded a bit since. Um, last two weeks, he's had six targets and eight targets for five catches each, but he has not been very efficient. He's at 38 uh, yards and 21 yards so an efficiency of about 6.3 which isn't bad but then last week it was just an efficiency of 2.63 yards per target um so not great uh, if i had to pick between the three i think i'd be starting cold commit this week but i don't think he has the highest ceiling either josh who do you like david njoku Very simple. Good analysis. Walters, if you had to pick between Cole Komet, David Njoku, and Dalton Kincaid, who would you pick and why? I would probably go David Njoku as well because the Arizona defense is terrible. Okay, but they're playing Chicago? Oh, my bad. Uh, Yeah, still going there. (laughs) Okay, there you go. All right. Um... Josh, we'll move on here to our final uh, position that we go through. It is the flex position. you got a couple different options here. And uh, I don't know that I'd be happy with any of them. But again, sometimes desperate times call for desperate measures. First, we have wide receiver for the Denver Broncos, Mr. Jerry Judy. He will be playing at Detroit this week. Then we have running back for the Baltimore Ravens, Mr. Gus Edwards. He will be playing at Jacksonville. And then lastly, we will have tight end sensation Kyle Pitts of the Atlanta Falcons playing at Carolina. Josh, between Judy, Edwards, and Pitts, who do you like and why? You can put me in the pits. <laughs> and why, Josh? He's got two T's in his last name. He catches the football. Truthiness. All right, uh, I'll take Pitts as well for all the same reasons. Walters, who do you like between Judy, Edwards, and Pitts? Judy, just to be different. <laughs> this guy thinks he fucking knows something, Josh. This guy thinks he's smarter than us. He thinks he's better than us. Do you believe that? Hey, Judy was a f- worth a first rounder in our uh, dynasty league. Was he? Yeah, that's what I traded, or that's what I got from for him. No big deal. All right, Josh. Uh, well, with that, that's our start sits. We'll uh, wish everyone good luck in the playoffs that start, uh, I guess, started on Thursday. Oh, well, that was a question I had for you, Josh. We'll do a little intermission here in between uh, this bit and the next bit. How, were you a victim at all of any of the Raiders' explosion on Thursday? Are you in any of your playoff matchups? Are you playing against any of the Raiders' players that um, have given you a little bit of a handicap going into the rest of your playoff matchup? Or have you uh, gone out unscathed so far? trying to remember because um i think of the i have three three leagues where i have the bye and i had the chargers defense in my lineup on two of them so thank you um (laughs) the other ones 
So and then I have the rate I picked up the Raiders defense in our playoffs. They got me twenty-five. Um and then I had Devontae Adams in um Victoria's Secret, so he got me twenty as well. So I actually benefited from that matchup. Oh, okay. So you you're on the good side versus uh being on the being on a yeah, which so I'm going to need because my running back situation is atrocious in both of those leagues because Isaiah Pacheco is not playing. Okay, well, that's good for you then, Josh. What about you, Walt? Uh, you're obviously a fantasy savant. Are you, uh, are you a victim or are you a hero of the Raiders explosion on Thursday night? I am neither. Okay. he's not in the playoffs in any I league. am not in the playoffs in any league. Really? I thought you were the Correct. first seed in the Victoria's Secret. No. No, no, God, no. He's first no. seed terrible. Well, yeah. well, I was just on the outside looking in. So no. So why would anyone listen to you, Walters? You're not in the playoffs. Hashtag team league. chemistry. Well, I am the chemistry correspondent. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's debatable. That's a self-appointed title. <laughs> You'd think a team with good chemistry might actually, you know, be in the playoffs. Oh, Oh, I mean, that's why we weren't in the playoffs. Because I didn't get rid of the cancer off my roster until it was too late. Oh. And, and the cancer on your roster, how's that team doing that he went to? He barely snuck in because the opponent that I played put up a terrible fantasy score. Well, wouldn't it, couldn't it also be said that the uh, individual who benefited from the cancer got in because be of said. your cancer? A lot of things could be said, but yes, that... <laughs> Is factual. <laughs> a lot of things could be said. Uh, he, she, we, Wombo. <laughs> All right. Move on to the FanDuel bust of the week. Um, I believe I'm the only one who did it. So I will just say I have Devon Achan uh, busting this week. Not that uh, he, he can't be good, but last week I think he is, uh, he, he's got a bit of a situation medically. I think he should play, but he uh, Raheem Mostert certainly was taking the ball clothed last week. So maybe things will be different this week, but I'm someone who at this point in the, in the year, um, there's just too much information. There's too many things to worry about. So I'll just go off recency and he did bad last week. So I'll assume he's going to do not great this week it's very simple approach and it lets me down sometimes but and i've got stefan diggs going against uh dallas's defense he's worth 80 he's he's 85 hunch uh he's had a couple he's had quite a few down weeks so um stefan diggs did he have a down week last week because he was my boss last week or did he do good last week uh four points last week oh buddy bro i know a boss mine was justin jefferson and he Uh died he he did go to the hospital, but uh, he has since uh, recovered, as I understand it. So you just relax, buddy. Um, that's a human player, Josh. How fucking dare you? Hashtag Josh has no morals. All right, we will move on. Here I have to- a quick question. You go ahead, nope. Walters. Uh, for those who are interested, the podcast play along challenge. That's only Sunday games today or tomorrow, right? Correct. Okay. Just wanted to put that out there for the folks. Yep, only Sunday. Only Sunday noon and 3 o'clock games. Uh, we'll move on, finally, Josh, to, and Walters, I guess, to a little bit of a weekly preview, um, as Walters has alluded to, and I think I've said it as well, coming into today. We have uh, Saturday football. Saturday football season is finally here. We have three games today, so we could treat it just like a Sunday. You could be sitting down, getting fat, watching TV two days in a row this week, um, wall-to-wall football, which I think is pretty sweet. 
Um, today, for reference, we have Minnesota playing uh, against Cincinnati in our first game at noon. Then at 3.30, we've got Pittsburgh Indy. And then at uh, 7.15, we have Denver and Detroit. I don't know if those are necessarily sexy games for anyone, but uh, football is better than no football for most people. So it is what it is. Um, of course, there's also the Monday and the Sunday slate. Josh, is there any particular game you're looking forward to coming up here? Um, is it maybe big for fantasy playoff implications for yourself? I just like football. <laughs> Will you be able to enjoy the Saturday football today? Are you going to be sitting around just watching it, or are you going to, are you going to have to still have a productive uh, adult-type uh, Saturday? I just like no. Well, we should be able to watch the games. I think we're gonna since we changed the time of the podcast a couple times. Um, I yeah, think that uh, we should be able to get the groceries done and get back in time to do that, and then you know, bonk Asher on the head so he goes to sleep for a couple hours. <laughs> what a loving dad! And I will apologize. It was uh, I was supposed to be spending the night at Bread's last night. And I wasn't, so I texted you last night when I found out I wasn't. So that's what that's happens right. at Bread's. Um, what about you, Walters? Are you excited? Did for you say any- Brad's? Yeah, he said Brad. Brad, Brad was having a giant sleepover. <laughs> yeah, there's going to be a big pillow fight. We're going to paint our nails, talk about boys. <laughs> well, um, I'm just curious because that. Wow, I'm just, <laughs> did, wow, it's that's a commute. Yeah, and no, Josh, I was said I was supposed to sleep over at Bread's last night. Bread. Um, oh, that's why I was moving. I'm it sorry. Back. No, it's, I mean, it's, it's, again, it's only my fault. I can only blame myself. Um, but anyways, Walters, moving on to you. Are you going to be enjoying Saturday football or do you completely don't care because you're not into any fantasy playoffs or will you enjoy football without the stress of fantasy maybe? Uh, yeah, I will be watching the Vikings game today. Um, it'll be interesting to see how fast the haters will come out uh, for Nick Mullins. And everybody who's just salivating over the rookie sensation, Jaron Hall, um, I, I want to know how, how quickly people will be clamoring for him to, to take the field. So we'll see. I, mean, I, I, I do think, though, that as of right now, uh, my truthiness scale tells me that Mullins gives us the best chance to make it into the playoffs. So but that's just me. I feel that. I mean, I understand it's a totally normal thing for a fan base to do when your team is struggling to demand di- to d- demand different things and different players and whatever else. But at the same time, have we not learned anything from the recent history of uh, you know Mike Zimmer and Kellen Mond? Uh, Mike Zimmer's quote: "We see Kellen Mond every day." Um, like, do we not? Uh, do we have so little faith in the coaches that we can't just trust them to start who they think is best? <laughs> Um, they, you know, I, all the fans are, I think we were just, Josh, you and I were going back and forth with Aaron in the champs league. Um, and he was like, we need to see Jaron Hall. We got to see him. And I'm like, bro, the coaches see him every day. Can we not have a little bit of faith that maybe Jaron Hall has some potential, but also the coaches would be the best position to answer that and play accordingly. But I don't know. What do you guys think about that? Do you think that obviously the fans have a right to complain, but at the same time, um, they can be pretty irrational. Should we not trust the coaches more or should we just sit there and scream that we want to see different quarterbacks every week until we win the Super Bowl? Uh, for me, I, you know, I, I'm with you. Um, I think I even said that. Basically what Zimmer said, basically when we were talking about or when uh i believe a guy named christian ponder and joe webb oh, were both quarterbacks on, on our joe team webb was the right choice in that scenario 
Well, I mean, I just have to go back to the Packer playoff game where we blew blew our lead in the second half because Joe Webb was not a good quarterback. But Did still, you have a lead in that game. I thought we were had a lead going into the Don't into halftime. Don't fucking talk bad about Joe Webb, or I will cut you. Anyways, but yes, uh, I I'm the the point I'm making is uh, yeah I think in this in this sense uh, we 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 should trust the coach's judgment when it comes to our starting quarterback because they see them every day. The only the only little hiccup is that those backups they're rarely ever getting snaps with the ones you know they're always playing with the twos and stuff like that. So if if they had a chance to get the same amount of reps as as all the ones um, in practice with the number one team. I'd be curious to see what comes of it, but I just don't think they get that opportunity. Because why? Why would you do that? Why would you take reps away from your starter so you can have your backup play with your starters? So that's what it yeah. is. So just to correct Walter's misinformation, um, <laughs> fake the, news. The- the Vikings were losing three to seventeen going into the half, and they lost the game twenty-four to ten uh, due to the offensive surge of none other than Dewan Harris having a nine-yard run in that first quarter, and then two touchdowns. Count them: two, one pass or one receiving and one rushing by John Kuhn, <laughs> the fullback of the past, present, and future. Um, what was okay. the score again going into halftime? Seventeen to three, Green okay. Bay. Okay, all right. Well. I put it in your notes. <laughs> got it. Tattoo it on your forehead so you never forget. I got it. Yeah, I'll never make that mistake again. I'm sorry. Oh, shit. Well, I appreciate you guys' thoughts on that. That was just a, a minor tangent, but we had time for it today because uh, we had gone through the podcast at a nice pace. Um, for me, I think looking at least to, for fantasy implications and I guess somewhat self-entertainment um, uh, um, preferences i think the new york jet miami dolphin game is going to have the biggest playoff implications for me because i have a lot of players on uh in such games so we will see we'll see how things shake out but miami uh versus the jets will be a big one for me anyways folks that can be our show we appreciate walters again for showing up we appreciate josh for being so flexible i tried to make the podcast later at noon and then i didn't tell walters about that and then luckily we switched it back at the last second so walters never knew that we were going to do the podcast <laughs> later today but we didn't do the podcast later today so you know it is what it is but we appreciate the flexibility from josh we appreciate walters showing up even with the case of the suds hungover, drunk on cupcakes and sugar high all at the same time how does he do it how does he take a downer and an upper and still be the guy he is no one knows but walters we appreciate you as well just like we appreciate all the listeners who uh you know the show is enhanced through Walters, uh, I'll give you the shot first because we know what Josh is going to say. Walters, is there anything you would like to say to the fans out there? Anything you'd like to to preach or to plug? I'll give you 30 seconds. Go. Well, I just was wondering (laughs) when you guys were going to tell me it was changed to noon. Otherwise, I would have been sitting here for the whole half hour at 8 o'clock waiting. Nah, you just sat here until noon. You know it. You had nothing else (laughs) going on. I would have told you I love this game. I lo- yeah, at eight fifteen. Hey, we're not broadcasting. <laughs> yeah, by noon. the way, you look fucking stupid right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nope. Like, uh, like a meme of that one guy just sitting around, just waiting for things to happen. Yeah. <laughs> Empty pool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that's from uh, Narcos, if I'm not mistaken. That sounds. Right. Anyways, um, school.
All right, Josh, anything you'd like to play or plug or pitch other than uh, your Go Packers? I feel like, you know, he just kind of took what I usually say, but turned it into something for his team instead of actually coming up with something on his own and being unique. He just, Go Packers. Oh, wow. He he sounded so sad when he said that. Uh, Super deflated, not even in the chat anymore. Yeah, he left out of frustration. Oh, Oh, but he's back. (laughs) <laughs> oh god. That was some good That was some good random raving at the end there. I like that. Oh, we are here for the people, Walters. We're here to I'm gonna say as the chemistry correspondent, we have great chemistry. Yeah, we have great team chemistry on that there. Yeah. Well, I mean the lovely. fans are having fun. The fans are smiling ear to ear right now. Ear to ear. And is that fans plural? Is that just you, fan singular? Like, do you think this I would mean, make Al smile? He might have a chuckle. Do you think it'll make Nikita smile? Probably. All right, well, you are the chemistry correspondent. Notice how you're not the senior chemistry correspondent. You're just the chemistry correspondent. I, yeah, Who, who's I... your boss? <laughs> Bill Nye the science guy. Dude, you would be fucking terrible at improv. I hate you. I hate <laughs> everything about you. <laughs> <laughs>